but you were so mortified for how drunk you were, what you may have said, that you actually had me. You begged. You begged. You beg. were offering me money. I didn't take you seriously. I thought you were making a joke. And but you just wouldn't let up. I'll give you a hundred dollars for beer and cheese, and all. I was like, and finally I was like, are you serious? And you were serious, so I took it down. So my question is, what about that ape cast mm-hmm. was worse than the, the the last thirteen minutes of talking about Baldo and horse fucking that your coworkers will hear? What is worse than what we just talked about on that podcast? It wasn't what we talked about on that podcast. It was the uh, the light that it put me in. That you're a drunk asshole? Everybody knows that. Who doesn't know that, David? There's still a few people. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. I want to play you something first. Okay. In 2005, archaeologists in Germany discovered what is believed to be the oldest dildo known to mankind. Oldest. It was 28,000 years old. Since then, there have been stone ones, wooden ones, bone ones, leather ones, rubber ones, silicone ones, glass ones, metal ones, long ones, short ones, vibrating ones, pink ones, purple ones, black ones, ribbed ones. For the last 28,000 years, Dildos have been the same. He's talking Nothing about changed. dildos. They are all the same. Our determined engineers decided to try and do something about this. What if a completely new way of having sex could be invented? If only there was another part of the human body we could use to have sex with. Uh, hello? Um, hello? Yes, something it's an animated that has been ball sack. overlooked. Over here. It's an Hello? animated ball yes, sack. It is an animated ball yeah. sack. <clears throat> I, I have over 6,000 nerve endings in my skin, and my nerve endings distribution is almost identical to those in the women's vulva. Oh, my God. No, it can't be that obvious. How has this been overlooked all these years? The balls? Use the balls for having sex with ball sex? Could it be possible that ball sex was actually a thing? Could it be that our ingenious scientists had ended the 28,000 years of tedious, repetitive, artificial phallus designs? What is happening? But how will we use them to have sex with? All right, I'm going to stop it there. Um, well, no, no, is, I want to uh, know. How are they going to use the balls to have sex with? All right, well, what it is, it is, uh, it is a Kickstarter uh, that... Uh, they shared with me it's called baldo and it is basically a, a, an empty dildo that you place your balls into so that you can fuck someone in a hole with your balls with the dildo that, that that that's like attached to your balls okay so okay so 
Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's a lot. I'm processing a lot. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, the the balls. This is about the balls having nerve endings and like, hey, that's a feel good place too. So why don't I get used more often? So that's like the the solution they're trying to solve. At least for. that's what the that's okay. what the video said. So yeah. instead of exposing those nerve endings on your sack, you cover it with a rubbery sheath. Yeah. So Hold they on. they cover the nerve yeah. endings. The whole- this is what it looks like. I'm gonna show you. That's basically what they're talking about. That's the baldo. Oh, okay. So it it basically turns your ball sack into, into an arrow. Yeah, into into a, into, and, into a dildo. And yeah, your nuts yeah. and your nuts stick out of the sides at the top. Yeah. So you can feel. I can't think of anything less appealing or more <laughs> painful potentially ever. I mean, it's like I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a little. Uh, a little cod piece on my balls and then fuck with them. I I don't get it. I, I mean, do you just look, jump up and down? Or you do like squat thrusts? I, what? Well, I mean, you stopped the video right when she was going to tell us how it all happens. So yeah, I know. Here's I, the I, thing. I, yeah, I I'm going to have to give these this this baldo a go. Well, I'm just going to let you know because we're putting it on the Apecast. Uh, make sure that you you send them a copy of the Apecast, and you will get ten percent off for helping spread the word. Get out of town. That's what it says on the website. Why do you think well, I did this? I mean, I don't want it, but I figure if you know, if the two, how did you? If one of the well, two of us is going to experiment, Dana sent it to me, of course. Oh, Dana, right? You said that. Okay, right. Of course she did. <laughs> of course she did. Was she, was she sending it to like? Hey, this is a look at this funny, insane, wild thing I found. Or was this a hey, hey, lover? No, no, it was definitely the first because uh, she knows me too well to know. See, I, I did kinky shit when I was younger, and I got bored with it after a while. I'm not that you know. Who's to say that this is even kinky yet? Like maybe there's something to this. I just think it sounds ridiculously painful and not exciting in any way, shape, or form. I'm just I'm. Have you? There's an old, old, old porn video, porn clip of. Uh, how can I politely explain this? A a woman is bent over in some sort of like crab, but like crab position, but ass up. It's a very I, I, the way I remember it is very like contortionist feeling. Anyway, she's just bent over, her asses in the air, and this gigantic dude is above her. And he's like sitting on her butt, and then he stands up, and you can see that his balls, his entire, both of his testicles and his nutsack, are inside of her butthole. And he's standing up, and he's like pulling his stretching sack out, and then boop boop, out pop the, out pop the testes from this. You know, gaping. and it's one of the things. It's one of the things that I always say is just because you know I remember when I was a kid. Just because you can, why my, do it? Yeah, my mom. My mom had to take me to the doctor because I got pinto beans <laughs> stuck in my fucking nose. Right now, it's not that you know that there's not a reason to put pinto beans in your nose. There actually is no fucking reason to put pinto beans sure. in your nose. But sure. I could do it, so why not? Yeah. Just because you can stick something in a hole doesn't mean that's ne- that's necessarily. 
Well, but this is a good use for the hole or the beam. This is what so makes me so curious about the ball, though, because my when I watched that video of the guy pulling his gigantic balls out of her out of her butthole, my first response wasn't like, "Oh my god, that's a crazy thing." My first response was, "How did he get them in there?" How it's not like the butthole is just this like gigantic wide open bucket. You can just drop well, things in. So if you're a porn star, it might be. It might but be a free car garage. But how do you maintain garage. that? I mean, like, did they... Because I've never seen anything leading up to it. All I see is him pulling I, his nuts out. Yeah. So well, yeah. now I'm curious. Like, maybe this... Maybe a contraption similar to this, this Baldo, is how they, um, you know... I'm curious about... See, these things... Got they, it I'm in, curious about a lot of things in my life. I'm really not... Uh, I'll be honest. I'm really oh, not that I'm curious fascinated. about this. I'm fascinated by this. All right. So then so then, uh, then I want you to get the Baldo. I want you I want you to buy the Baldo. I mean, on I, Kickstarter. I'm going to have to. I want you to get the Baldo, and then uh, once you've got it on the Apecast, <laughs> you're going to wear the Baldo while recording so we know if okay. it's comfortable or not. I don't want you to fuck anything with it, but... Well, I don't know that it's not designed, you know, or that, that it's designed for podcasting and sitting down it's probably designed no, i think it's, it's designed no. for hey, fucking. if you can stick your balls in a butthole you can you could wear a baldo and podcast but it's I, just the way I'm it's not, gotta work i thought it was clear i'm not the guy who had his balls in a girl's butthole that wasn't me I, well i understand i don't, that. I don't you know that i could it. do that oh i watched it a lot you watched it. i had to figure That's out how they got them you in there like it. i watched this thing like yeah. it was the zapruder film See, I don't judge you for this, and the reason I don't judge you for this is there was a, a, a guy that I, I went to college with, and he and I used to uh, try to one-up each other with the grossest Christmas presents, right? Yeah. And, uh, and one year, I thought I beat him, because I literally I sent him a, a fetal pig. Mm-hmm. You know, like the kind of pig, you know, that, that you... Yeah, the you know, dissect in science class. Yeah, yeah. it's in, 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 a, in a jar, yeah. and I sent it to him, right? And I thought, I fucking win. Right. He's never going to top the fetal pig. That's yeah. it. I, you know, that's the that's the fucking piece de resistance. And then uh, we didn't do it anymore. And then one Christmas, this was like one of my first Christmases in Chicago, I get this fucking huge box. <laughs> I mean, it's a big box, right? So I open it up. And it, it's got a note, Merry Christmas, you have to put all of this on first. All of what so on I, first? Well, that's it. So I reach <laughs> in. The first thing is it's a little tiny plastic cowboy hat, like with a little strap yeah. for my chin. So yeah. I put that on. Then it's uh, a little, like little six shooters, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I put the six shooters on. A little uh, like tin star, like plastic mm-hmm. tin star, right? Mm-hmm. Inside is a uh, a stuffed horse head on a stick, so it's like you know, sure. like a hobby horse, yep. right? So I so I put that between my legs, and then there at the bottom is a video cassette, and it says on the video cassette there's a post-it note that says you have to videotape yourself watching this. You have to watch the entire thing. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm game, so I peel it off and I stick it in the. I, you know, I, I set up my camera and I'm, it's watching me and I'm wearing all this shit so that, you know, yeah. I know he's going to, I'm going to send it to him. And the first part of the video uh, is a warm up. Um, and it is actually a German shepherd uh, fucking a woman. What? It's a German shepherd fucking no, I, a I, human I... woman. <laughs> and then it segues to a grown man uh, sucking off a horse. Okay. Uh, fucking a horse in the ass wow. and taking the horse's dick in no. his ass. 
And uh, so I can't judge you for watching the guy with his balls in the butt because I've, ah. you know, I've been, one of the funniest things about it was I watched it. I sent him the videotape. He won. I, I lost. I, he won. Yeah. But I still had the videotape. And I didn't, you know, I just was like sitting in a closet. But I realized when I would have like improviser friends over mm-hmm. and they wouldn't leave the house, like when it was time for them to go home. Right. And they wouldn't fucking leave. <laughs> The way to get rid of him is I just go there, I stick that fucking videotape in it. I mean, within three minutes, everybody was out the fucking door, except for Bill Cott, who really wanted to watch it every time. I was like, oh, you're gross. Yeah. So that's foul. Yeah, I'm just, I'm curious. And not from like a, ooh, curious, kinky. Like, again, this is strictly from the science and the physics of how he yeah. got his balls in there. And then this Baldo thing, like, yeah, is it comfortable? What is it? What purpose is it serving? From that picture you showed me, it looks like an Indian arrowhead. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like one of those. It's round. It's yeah. round. It's what it looks. What it looks like in 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 pragmatic. It looks a bit like uh, the top of like a missile silo. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. With okay. a with a with a shafty thing, but I don't know why you'd have a shafty thing. But that for that, your balls. That missile head that would go into the the orifice. I you know I guess so. I put the pizza fuck out of me. You get it. Yeah. You tell me. All right. And let them know that we promoted it on the Apecast so that then you can get 10% off. It's on the fucking website. I sent you the, yeah, the, right. the, the link. Yeah. So, so, yeah. All right. Now, there's a reason that I wanted to start this Apecast. Was it to get everybody thinking about our balls and some strange contraption? With, well, with a discussion of Baldo and That's stuff. That's what it did. Is that last week, you were a little drunk. Well, you were actually a lot drunk. And... Uh, and I've edited the podcast. You were drunk on your ass yeah. while podcasting. Yep. My wife has listened to it. And you didn't really say anything all that bad. But you were so mortified for how drunk you were, what you may have said, that you actually had me. You begged. You begged. I did you were beg. offering me money. I didn't take you seriously. I thought you were making a joke. And but you just wouldn't let up. I'll give you a hundred dollars for <laughs> beer and cheese. And all. I was like, and finally I was like, are you serious? And you were serious, so I took it down. So my question is, what about that ape cast mm-hmm. was worse than the, the the last 13 minutes of talking about Baldo and horse fucking? That your co-workers will hear what is worse than what we just talked about on that podcast. It wasn't what we talked about on that podcast. It was the... Ah, the light that it put me in. That you're a drunk asshole? Everybody knows that. Who doesn't know that, David? There's still a few people. And you really care about their good opinion? That You don't mind these people knowing that you're going to buy a Baldo and get 10% (laughs) off and stick it on your nutsack and see if you can stick it in your wife's butt. You don't mind them knowing that. But that you might be drunk and say things while you were drunk because you didn't say anything that was all that bad. So I mean, just I'm just I listened to it. Dana listened to it. It wasn't that bad. So that's what I'm 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 absolutely fascinated on some level that David Himmel 
was so mortified by his drunkenness, which, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've watched you lift Roy Zacker at his fucking <laughs> wedding reception, split an $800 mm-hmm. pair of fucking pants, mm-hmm. and still, with your fucking ass hanging out for all to see, still dance. So I'm trying to figure out what about this podcast was so overwhelmingly embarrassing that you had to have me do something that we have not in 183 episodes of all the weird ass shit we've talked about. 183 episodes, you begged me to take the podcast down. So you're going to have to explain this to all the people that didn't get to hear this podcast. What was on it that was so awful? If I wanted to take something down, and thank you for doing so, thank you no for. No I for, didn't realize you were serious at first. I figured you wouldn't be, and why would I be? In most cases, exactly. why would I be? Yes, this in is 183, out of, it's out of yes, you've said you've called your mother-in-law retarded no, on this podcast. You have. No, you said it. I've got, dude. I didn't. I've I got, did not say that. You did. You most certainly did too. I've got the episode. All you right. can go back right. and listen to it. We have called Ira Glass a douchebag. Oh, we have is. talked about our work. We have talked about friends we don't like. We have talked about our yeah. wives in ways that probably should get us divorced. So <laughs> you're going to have to explain to me after 183 episodes of this fucking nonsense we've gone through. What about this episode made you pull the please delete it? I'll buy you cheese. uh, Yeah, yeah, you were fucking all over me. I was like, all right. So what what about it? You know, because Dana's frustrated with you. I know. See, if I go into it on the podcast here. Yeah, that's it's you're basically have to just go saying it. the same thing, and it puts the curiosity no, out there. You don't have to say so, the same thing. You're going to have to say what is it no. about it about this podcast? You know you what it is. You could have no. The thing is, you could have said, "Hey, Don, could there be some of that you could edit out?" That's different than delete the whole podcast. Well, yeah, so I, that's I what I'm wanna, saying. I didn't want to put the ask on you to edit things out. I mean, Dude, that's, I edit. Do you know, dude? Do you know how much shit you say that I edit out so you won't get fucking fired or lit not, on fire on. in Chicago? No. I, dude, I I edit stuff out of you just out of politeness because I know <laughs> your people that you actually work with people that give a shit. I don't edit anything I say out because I don't give a fuck, but I know you do. It's not about. It's not about work. I had it, dude, I, it, and I, and that's one of the things I told you. It's it, it, if you it, if there's ever a point you really piss me off, you're in a lot of trouble because I have at least three hundred hours of you saying shit that will totally get you canceled. I mean, that's the thing. This this whole um, it this whole friendship is really just one big trust exercise. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so I'm back out in the world. Mm. Here he says this like no, he's you, a freshly divorced no, you gotta, I'm back out there, I am, baby. I am We're not, not doing letting this. you get past We're it. Not You're going to have to tell me what about... I told you. You don't have to get into there was specific a, details. There was a level of comfort that I, was, I had surprised myself with that I just felt like, oh, that's... 
that is not David in his best light, which is fine because that happens to everybody. No problem. So was it's, so was it the part? I, was it the part it where you said you didn't think you were going to like the one guy? No, no, and no, no, then no, no. You no, liked no. him. Nope. It, so wasn't that nope. part? It wasn't any of it. Was it about anything the part I actually about said. you and your workmates getting kicked out of no, the fucking bar? It wasn't. It wasn't. Was it the whole thing about stop, how you're conflicted Jew stop. with Israel? Stop. No, I've I'm we've just, talked about that a lot. Before. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I, there's nothing on there that I can find. I listen to it. Trust me, I edit this. Shit. I know. I listen to it. I know. And I listen to it to see is this going to get David in trouble at work? And there was nothing in there. It's not. It, it wasn't just about work. It was a larger <laughs> personal. So tell me about this larger no. personal thing because this is big, <laughs> dude. This is big. This is, I mean, this is, you, you were the one that suggested, I said, when can we record? You said, oh, we'll do it. Cause I've got it. I've got a work happy hour. It's the first in-person. I'm going to be shit faced. Let's record that. Yeah. This is your idea. Yeah. You talked about like in the next week or so that we were going to do a thing with AJ Miller where we're going to just, we're going to podcast and we're just going to get drunker and drunker while we do it. Fuck you. Apparently getting drunk, you can't be trusted. I I can't figure it out. That's not. You have to explain it to me. This is starting to be unfun. So explain it to me. I've, I explained it to you last week. No, no. Explain you're it to putting, me now. because no, you're putting the shit out there. You're chumming the waters. Yeah, I am chumming the waters. And anybody who might be listening, be like, oh, what's the curious thing that made David Himmel so uncomfortable that for the first time in his life, he completely yeah. canceled himself? That's what I want to know. Well, it's a level I mean, literally, of, there that's was a what level I of comfort know. that I was uncomfortable with. And... I appreciate you taking it down. It's not about work. It's not about... It's a... I just... I didn't... I didn't like... I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And what I would argue, and that's... And I'm not... I won't won't keep pressing the issue, but what I would suggest, what I heard... Because I've been drunk on our podcast a couple times. Yes. Couple, couple, three, four, 18 times, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing new. We've been and, here before. And 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 the thing about it is every time I drink too much while we're on the podcast and I hear that I'm drunk and I can hear how drunk I am, it embarrasses me. Because I'm and not, not because I'm embarrassed to be drunk, because I'm a fucking grown human being and grown right. human beings shouldn't do that. Right. What it reminds me of was in the early days of improv, when uh, we finished Second City and we just started Level 6, which became WNP, yeah. we were doing a show. Wow, what is that? Is it Clyborne? I don't even know what it's called now, but it was at the time it was called Shays. It became Clyborne Station. Oh, it's, yeah, uh, okay. You, know, you remember that place? Well, we did up on the Vaguely, second floor. Yeah. We, did a, we did a weekly show. Well, Jeff Hoover and I would get there and we would. the bartender loved us. So we'd get there early and set the show up and just get shit-faced. And we thought we were hysterical. Right. We thought we were the funniest motherfuckers alive, except I videotaped every show. And then later, not soon after, but later on, I watched those shows and realized we were just obnoxious, drunk dicks. Yeah. So that is why I I hate it when I drink too much on our Apecast, because I know it's going to go up. Yeah. And I'm I'm suggesting that perhaps as you have grown, you've been talking about being domesticated. Uh-huh. Um, 
as you have grown, perhaps you are starting to understand that, that that as an adult male, a father and a husband and a person with a job, that perhaps being a drunk frat boy is not as appealing as it used to be because it's a little bit embarrassing. That's That's good enough for me. All right. So maybe that's what you learned in your 42nd year. That's what I learned in my 43rd year. <laughs> there you go. All right. So. You're now out in the world. You just got back from Virginia. Yeah. Um, you're not wearing a mask anymore. So what's uh, how's that feeling? Because you did want to talk about uh, kind of emerging into yeah. the world. Well, the, the maskless. Well, it's not even about being maskless because I, I, you know, I have my mask on where it, it needs to be on, where it I feel more comfortable having it on. Yeah, um, yeah, we've had we've that talked about this. Yeah, so it's like sunglasses. Yeah, 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 right. You know, and in the airport, gotta be on the whole time, except when you're eating. Fucking you know, mate. on the thing, which fine, whatever. Who who eats in an airport? Jesus Christ. Uh, well, that's gross. I, here's the thing. People who bring fast food onto the airplane from the airport, you're I want a them fucking to die. asshole. You're a fucking asshole. I want asshole. them to die. I really do. I want them to choke on whatever church's yep. fried chicken they're yep. eating and die. I, like, somebody had, um, oh, God, what, it was something I really liked one time. It was, I think it was a Popeye's. <laughs> like, normally the smell of, like, Popeye's chicken, I'm like, yeah, give me some. But this, it could take it. It it just smells like I like a hot bag with barf in it. I like. It's well, just, the thing it's, about it is, you're you were literally in a metal tube, yeah. and the air is recycled. It's like it, it is not any different. Well, maybe it's a little different, but it's not that different from going into a crowded elevator and just shit your pants. <laughs> shit yourself. Yeah, you know, because it's like, dude, <laughs> like after that's eating, fucking rude. After eating the Popeyes chicken, yeah, going and shitting yourself. In an elevator, it, yeah. In an elevator, yeah. it's just, it's just. It's, well, I, I, it's I've just been rude. reading. Yes. <laughs> well, it is it's just fucking rude. And one of the things I've been reading, uh, uh, David Sirota. I think I told you a little bit about this, but uh, he wrote. I bought this book. It's David Sirota. He's a New York Times uh, author. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called "Back to Our Future: How the 1980s Explains the World We Live in Now, Our Culture, Ooh. Our Politics, Our Everything." It's a really good fucking book. But one of the things he brings up is, and, and, and you know, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds because I actually really recommend you read it. Yeah. It's not on my list uh, this week because I'm not done with the book. I'll wait till I'm finished yeah. before I recommend it. But one of the things that's been fascinating is he really talks about. How the '80s really started this this narcissism train that we seem to have tipped. Mm-hmm. I mean that that we've tipped, and and he even I, I just and this is not in the book, but I just read that uh, that like in 2015 there was this massive study done, and uh, teenagers to like that you know that that special 18 to 34 demographic. Yeah. Yep. Um, they are 26 times more likely to have narcissist not just narcissistic nar- elements of narcissistic personality disorder like wow. an actual yeah. ailment yeah. 26 times more likely to have elements of that than even 20 years ago wow and 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 so and and part of narcissism is 
thinking that you're the only fucking person in the world that counts. So, of course, you're going to bring your Popeye's chicken onto a goddamn right. air, airplane. Yeah. Because you don't give a... And, and you're going to sit in a goddamn coffee shop and speak at the top of your fucking mm-hmm. voice on your FaceTime video. And, you know, it's just it's just yeah. this, this rudeness. It's like you don't give a shit what anybody thinks because fuck off. That is narcissism. Yeah. That is self-involved, selfish bullshit. So, it, it, and I, but I actually reckon... I really like this book, yeah. and I'm liking it more and more. No, I mean, I that sounds that, right so. up my alley, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but and So to that point, like, yeah, there was somebody on the plane that had these things, you know. But, like, so it's not about being massless, but about being back among the people. You know, like, I was, one, when I had to buy, book my ticket for this trip, it was the most harrowing experience I've had in a long time. I don't remember how to buy plane tickets, you know. It's just like, I, what? Oh, it's, yeah, my, it's been... The- you know, so that was just like, and I'm trying to find like the right times to get, you know, because it's like a really tight shoot schedule and whatever. Anyway, but I was excited and nervous about going to the airport and flying in the airplane, not because of like, I'm a, I, I, I'm afraid of COVID or it wasn't that. It was just like, oh my God, like, it, what's it going to be like? Well, it, you know, there was just all this like, what, are there going to be a lot of people there? Are people going to be friendly? Am I going to be on one of those planes where somebody flips their shit and won't put their mask on and like we have to swing through Cleveland and drop yeah. them off and all this? You know, again, not scared, but just like, what is, what is out there? You know, it's, an, it's interesting that you mentioned it because, see, I don't share that experience because I, we were on a plane as early as April once the yeah. pandemic hit because my nephew died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and you know, when nobody was on the plane and we still had to wear a mask, all right. that kind of stuff. And it was really nerve wracking for both Dan and I, but fuck it. We got to go. Yeah. You know, there was yeah. no choice. I mean, yeah. But we've been on a plane several times. I mean, you know, a number of times during this pandemic. So yeah. the idea of we went to, went to Pennsylvania a couple weeks ago, flew out there, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, just like, no big deal. Yeah. So I ended. So so, it's fascinating hearing that because you haven't been on a plane. I haven't. And or it's even not in like an I, airport. It's not that I haven't for most traveled. Of the year. I mean, I've been. No, you, we've been, been to restaurants. We've like I've, I haven't yeah, been like shuttered but you at home. Been but I haven't plane. been on a plane that's, in that's another a like thing. where I have to rent a car, where I'm staying at a hotel. Yeah. Like just I'm back in the world like normal. You yeah. know, and it was just like I, I don't so know. Did anybody act weird or no? Or everything just, was like totally fine. Everybody was. People wore their masks where they needed to, and it was, like, totally normal. And then I was just, I was annoyed like I normally get after, like, a really long two days of work travel, and you're tired and cranky, and people at the airport are, like, people standing on the left side of the moving walkway instead of on the right side, so you can, like, just that kind of dumb humans just thinking about themselves only yeah. and you know just being assholes yeah. in the airport and it's just like oh my god i hate all you fuckers and i'd have these moments of ah i miss that <laughs> like i miss that See, i don't miss that, it like, <laughs> well here here in vegas what is very interesting is uh you ever go swimming where there's a lot of kids at the pool i feel like uh it's like it's, it's been like, a while but yeah, okay. But when you go to like a, a swimming pool, public swimming pool, and there's like a, all of a sudden yeah. a bunch of kids are in the pool. Yeah. It's like there's no one else around. They're the yeah. loudest bunch of fucking feral monsters. <laughs> they could be ah, screaming and splashing and throwing shit. And they don't give a fuck who gets wet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't mind that. It doesn't bother me because they're kids. They're and kid, I, yeah, you know, have fun. You're at a yeah. fucking swimming pool, you right. know? However, with adult people on the street or in... <laughs> 
a grocery store act the same way yeah. as children do at a pool because yeah. they haven't been out among people for a year, that's fucking annoying. And that's what I've noticed in Vegas is that you've got people that are flying in from Utah and driving in from California and coming in from Texas, and they are the biggest self-involved fucking morons Aye. I've ever seen in my life. I just like, it just astounds me. Don't you know how to act in public? And this isn't the drunk people like, you know, we've been talking about earlier. Yeah. This is like people that maybe have had a few drinks, but they're just... Fucking rude. Yeah, and they just they would probably and the drivers rude. here is like God they would probably damn it. be rude before all this. You know, they were probably yeah. Asshole, but it's just like everything's like cranked up another five to seven notches. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I I keep thinking, you know, the people that get, like Marjorie Taylor Greene who gets so pissed that they have to wear a mask and they're like, ah, oh, my fucking freedoms out. Like, why are you so mad about that? And before this, She's not. What were you so mad about? Like, why could how, what adult couldn't contain themselves in that way before 2020? Like in 2019, what well, was the thing that the got thing you is, twisted up? Was Marjorie it Hallmark Taylor showing Green, gay people in this a, in is a the movie? Thing that's interesting. Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't angry. She gets paid to act angry. Yeah, Her fundraising yeah. is completely contingent upon how outraged she is at AOC. Yeah. You know, AOC's angry. But she's contained. She's not a fuck. You know, she doesn't. She's, she's yeah. not a child. She's right. not throwing crayons at people. You know, she's angry. Right. <laughs> but she's an adult, and she works for the fucking government, right? <laughs> Start saying that when I see like a, a grown a grown person throwing a shit fit like Harry would, like a three year old would. Just say, quit throwing crayons at me. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what yeah, it that's is. That's exactly just, what it is. And my son has thrown fucking, crayons at me. So well, yeah, you know, who you know who hasn't thrown crayons? My wife's thrown mustard at me. Oh, nice. Katie you know, still I wants mean, to throw a martini in my face. She's since like we started dating. She's like, "Would you be okay with that?" I go, "Absolutely." She's like, "What if you like?" So why hasn't she done it? Well, one, she's had plenty of opportunity and plenty of reason. Yeah, but she doesn't think of it then because she means it. She wants to like jokingly do it, just to like. So you see have what, to okay. I'm game. So like whatever you, you want to throw her in my face, to do it. Remind her if she forgets. You guys gotta I forget go to too. like yeah. Gibson's. You gotta go yeah. to Gibson's or like you know. You have to make like a special trip to go in. and Gibson's. You gotta is the go to a place nice to do place. It. Yeah. right. It's like some place you know. And then it, it, it was, what what I think is funny. What it reminds me of, I'll just tell you, is, is, is in the in the old days of improv, I directed a show called My uh, My Grandmother's a Fat Whore in Jersey. Sure. And it was Matt and it was Matt Kay and Jen Ellison who was my second ex wife and. One of the things that I would make them do is that, because I do believe this, it's like if you're really going to be able to effectively really improvise, not just make jokes, not just like be funny haha, but actually improvise real human moments, yeah. you got to be able to do it out in the real world. Yeah. And so like one time I took them to, what's the, what's the like, it's like the buffet at uh, Water Tower Place, you know what I'm talking about? That Oh, What's that called downstairs? Oh, my God. It's been so long since I've been there. Um, yeah, but whatever. But yeah, you know anyway, what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yes. It's like it got all the different restaurants. It's like a buffet. It's like yeah. a, a Vegas buffet, but it's down there. So I said, all right, here's the deal. I'm paying, here's money. What you're going to do is you're going to go in. You're going to get your food. You're a couple. You're going to sit mm -hmm. down, and then you're going to start a fight. And the fight has to end with Jin throwing a plate of food in your face mm. and storming off. And I'm just going to sit out here and wait. Mm. And because 
they're not really mad. They're improvising, but everybody around them has to think it's real. Right. And I can I sit there probably fifteen minutes, and then all of a sudden I hear her go "fuck you" and him go "you fucking whore," and then smash. Then here comes Jen, just just pissed, just walking right out. And here comes Matt, and he's just covered in fucking like low mane or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they met. Then they met me out. Uh, you know, he cleaned up. They you met me out there. And they were like, to express on and him. then we talked about you know. But that's what it reminds me is you've got to like plan this with your wife. Yeah. So you're going to say something that's going to be really insulting, so that she will remember to throw the fucking thing in your face and leave. And then you just have to have an exit strategy so that you guys meet up together because that'll be fun. Yeah, I think my my exit strategy would be turn to the bartender and say, "I'll cover her drink." You can come up with a better one-liner. Yeah, I need to work on. on that. Okay. Try try to get Okay, so she splashes you in the face. She storms off. You look at the bartender and you say... I'll have what she's having. No, it's no. already been done. That's mm. already been done. That was in When Harry Met Sally. Uh, that's Se- a, that's yes, a, when Harry goes to right, Seattle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she splashes you in the face. She yeah. throws it in your face. She marches off. You're sitting there covered in martini. You look at the bartender and you say... I, I just... I, I uh, I ordered a beer. <laughs> wow! Try again. Try wow. again. Let's go again. Back okay, to one. Okay. Back right. to one. So, back to one. We <laughs> splat. You've been had a martini thrown in your face. She is stormed off. You're sitting there covered, dripping with martini. You look at the bartender and you say, "Apparently, asking her to sleep with her sister wasn't the right thing to say." All right, that's the best one so far. Still not too okay. not good because it take it took too long. There's too many words. Okay. It's got to be a boom. It's got to be a. Yep. You know. Yep, you're right. You know? Uh, so, so we, is that a yes? Hmm? Uh, keep working on it. Okay. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing to do this week is a watch. And I'm, this is a watch uh, that I've said before. Um which I now realize, because I, I mentioned it before I had watched it, I was like, this is what I'm going to do this week. So I'm re-mentioning uh-huh. it now, because it's fucking paying off. But maybe I should just hold on things before I watch them, so I don't have to do them twice. I guess that's true. Anyway. That's what I try to, I yeah. try to do that. Yeah, I try to actually complete the, the triptych before I actually recommend people see it. But go ahead. Watch Hacks on HBO. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Although... Oh Although my God. Gene Smart's wonderful, but that fucking character, that that Gen Z character, is so insufferable. It makes it it's what? hard. She's the main character. Oh God, but she's, she's so but she's insufferable. She's perfect. Well, no, she's, she's exactly perfect, what she I don't needs like, to be. Right, yeah. but I don't okay. like the character. You know what I mean? I, it's, but I, she's doing a great job. I, the actor's doing I, a great yeah, job. I want okay. more. I want more Gene Smart mm. and less of her. But I get it. And but it, yes, yeah. I agree. Watch watch it. It's good. Are you are my you caught up by chance? Have you? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm working on it. Because it was. Like, uh, it was fun. All right. Anyway. Dana and I. Dana. Dana and I went into uh, a rabbit hole. We've got one more episode of uh, Mayor of Easttown to watch. Yeah. And that's Jin, next. And 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 amazingly enough, Dana's watching it. She doesn't watch TV with me, and she's yeah. really into it. So yeah. Very good. All right. All right. My first thing is also a watch. Now this is a bit more of a. This is a bit more of a workout. This is going to take up a bit more time. Okay. Than something like Hacks. Um, it is on Apple TV, Apple Plus. It is a, I think it's seven or eight part documentary called 1971, The Year That Music 
changed everything. Hmm. This is one goddamn... What What is amazing about it, because it really is, it's all about 1971, which at a certain point, because I've watched them all, and now I'm going to probably watch them again because I'm going to write about it, because it was it really has an impact, is that it's all... It, on, on one hand, it's like 1971 was the year that the 60s we woke up from the, with the hangover, mm-hmm. you know? It's okay. like the hangover year. Um, we're still in Vietnam. We're still dealing with a lot of the civil rights. It's, it's, but this is the hangover year. Yeah. It is also the year that Jim Morrison, uh, Mama Cass, and Jimi Hendrix, all three died in 1971. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, is the year, it is the year that the Attica prison had the Attica riot in 1971. Mm-hmm. Angela Davis was uh, imprisoned by the FBI in 1971. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. But it's all through the prism of the musicians and the music that was made as a response to all the social unrest. It is a really outstanding series. Hmm. I, the, the best thing is, man, these guys... It is exhaustive. There is there is footage you've never seen before. Wow. Ever. I mean, just stuff that has just never been done, and then interviews with people talking about things that you've never even thought about. It's really good. How many episodes? Okay. I think it's like eight. Okay. Eight episodes. Okay. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it is, they're each like an hour long. But I'm telling you, it is well worth it. There's, I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole episode. I mean, you get to see... And I've never seen this, and maybe it's been publicly available before, but I never saw it. You get to see Elton John's very first performance in L.A. in a like this tiny little cool uh, like bistro thing where Carol King played and James Taylor played, and they introduce him, and you get to see him his very first performance in L.A. and everybody go nuts. It's wow. black and white because it was on like just like somebody had a camera. You're seeing shit like this that you've never seen before, and it's extraordinary. It's on Apple TV? It's on Apple TV. Apple Plus, yeah. It's really good. Damn. I don't have Apple Plus yet, but I think I might have to now. This is, dude, I'm telling you, it's worth it because this, by itself, this is... It's one of the best things I've seen documentary-wise. It hits the sweet spot. It hits... History, mm-hmm. it hits social uh, issues, and it hits fucking music. Yeah, rock That's music. That's trifecta. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, my next thing to do this week is uh, buy yourself a build uh, baldo. Baldo. Buy yourself a baldo, or buy a baldo for a friend, or a lover, or family member, or uh, your favorite teacher. That's I it. think you should buy it for your boss and see if you get fired. I'm going to buy it for my balls and see if I get fired for my marriage. There you go. All right. That's good to know. My second thing <laughs> that's is... That's what I'll say when is, she throws in my team at base. Yeah. I'll say, what? I just told her about the baldo I bought today. See, there you go. Right. We always Boom. get there. <laughs> they say, but that, that takes too long. It's like, yes. what? Was it the baldo? Was it the baldo? Done. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All right. My second <laughs> thing is a read. It is in Wired Magazine. It's everything you've heard about Section 230 is wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good read because Section 230 is is basically why Facebook and Twitter and all these major things are allowed to kind of be publishers of disinformation and lies and not be held accountable mm-hmm. in something. And this is a really... The thing about it is not only is it well-written, but it, it's very comprehensive so that you can kind of understand where the law came from, how it's been applied. It's got some civil court cases that come into it. It's good. It's very good. It's in okay. Wired Magazine. Everything you've heard about Section 230 is wrong. Nice. 
My third thing to do this week, as we get ready for the Tokyo Olympics, is go online and watch Simone Biles. Just find videos. Just find I videos. Just find and watch. It yeah. is like watching, uh, like a Marvel film, like watching like a superhuman, or even like Black Widow, like all these ma- that you know are done with wires and all, like they have all this assistance and special effects. But Simone Biles is doing these things for real. Like the way that she controls her body, the 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 power. She's. I mean, it's just. It's superhuman. It's almost as superhuman as somehow getting both your balls into a woman's butthole. Now that I would pay to see. My third thing, which is not anything to do with buttholes, is on Netflix. <laughs> I want you to watch the Mitchells versus the Machines. Yeah. This is. Have you seen it? Not yet. But it's Dude, on, yeah, it's on the watch list. The thing about it is I'm sort of a salty asshole when it comes to comedy. I mean, it really takes yeah. a lot to make me just laugh out loud. Yeah. Every two minutes, I'm fucking belly laughing. I'm watching it out on the back porch. So Danny, and she and she's just listening to me just fucking scream with really? like, it. This is the dumbest. It's so, <laughs> it's well done. It's funny. It has got a great sense of humor, and it and it's just got the right amount of just stupid shit that made me laugh. Like I just like belly laugh, yeah. like every couple of minutes. Oh, that's funny. And I highly recommend it. All it's right. funny as shit. It's a great little movie. All right, all right. So you splash in the face, and she walks away, and you're covered in martini juice, and you look at the bartender, and you say, "It was probably the baldo." That's the show. Bye-bye for now. You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>